Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises, episode 47. We are recording on January 16th. I am your host, Anthony Dietrich. I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, my insider at Daytona, Kevin Costello. What's good, my dude? Everything's good, bro. We are nine, no, ten days. What is it, Thursday? Ten days out, nine days out, because it starts on the damn Saturday. Nine days out from the Rolex 24, and I could not Unbelievable. And speaking about the Rolex 24, I got a very special guest making his LTLN debut. The ever so wonderful Ryan Smith has joined us, a good personal friend of mine. What's good, dude? Not much, my dude. Just living life, living large. So Ryan is one of the uh, biggest IMSA fans I know. Um, we actually work together and we're become good friends over the last couple of months. And the first time I met him, he let me know right away that he was a uh, racing fan and a sports car fan at that and pretty much kind of blossomed from there. So Ryan is here to talk all about the Rolex 24 and we have a lot more stuff to talk about this week. So um, our God overlord Roger Penske has changed everything up at Indianapolis motor speedway. Uh, We got a couple new, uh, competitive trucks coming into the uh, truck series next year and we have our first cancellation of 2020 so a lot of exciting stuff to talk about but first things first uh, Roger Penske has decided to change things up and if you guys have not heard uh, the Xfinity race for next year will now be on the Indy Roval or road course whichever one you would like to call it doesn't matter I don't think we know the layout yet but either way this is kind of an exciting shakeup for the Xfinity cars I think we're technically going to call it a road course because it actually is a design road course for road course mm-hmm. racing. So it doesn't have the roval treatment. But if so, I, I feel like people can get away with calling it a roval treatment. There will be people um, calling it the roval. There's no doubt in my mind. But whether or not it's uh, going to be a good Ooh, step actually. up from the, the oval race there. And I am pumped to watch what happens. wonder if Kyle Busch is going to run it. Yeah, that would sink like it up. The first thing that, that comes to mind is <laughs> Kyle Busch going to run this. He always runs it in the normal race, so I don't see why Exactly. Yeah, they should have made him be the one who had to test it, so he couldn't be eligible. <laughs> and a bigger, got away with it. a big part of that, uh, that whole weekend, NBC uh, is switching their coverage from 
NBCSN of the race to Big NBC. So that means both races that weekend will be on Big NBC. So good boost for Indy. And no offense to IRP. I do miss short track racing, but there ain't no way in hell that NBC would broadcast a race on their big channel at IRP. It's just a matter of fact. There's more money in it for the teams at Indy. I'm glad they're doing the road course. I hope I hope they keep it because I don't I don't want to run the Brickyard 400 on the road course. I'm gonna be honest. No, I, no. Poggers went off about that, and I agree with him completely. I think that so far, I mean, it's looking like this will be. I mean, a lot of people are hyped around it. The only thing that I would change about the Brickyard weekend that isn't already getting changed would be to run the uh, Brickyard 400 under the lights, but they don't have lights yet, so. <laughs> I've been hearing rumors of lights being yes. put into the track, so that, is, that could be very interesting. That means technically, could we be getting some Indy 500 late starts? Probably not. You the no. But <laughs> do, man can do, dream. Do not man mess up my Memorial Day Sunday. <laughs> Ryan, what do you think? You've seen the news, obviously. Yes, I have. Um, I would not be surprised if Roger Penske were to throw up some lights there in Indianapolis. I think that would be a good idea. But the news in general about uh, the Xfinity series running the road course, I think that's it changes it up a little bit. Um, not really sure if NASCAR has ever run the road course there. Uh, they never run it as a race, but Juan Pablo Montoya did drive the uh, Jeff Gordon's car around. Okay, I see, I see. Yes, and he was wheeling the ever-living shit out of it, so it was really fun. There was talks of a test there last year. I don't know if it ever actually happened or not. May have been a very secret test. Yeah. Secret NASCAR stuff going on. But Roger Penske's been very, very active this offseason. Dude's just kind of going nuts. I wonder what else he's he's got cooked up, cooking up, Ray, to uh, chef out to us. I hope to... God, that IndyCar isn't running that weekend, and that he gets no. some of the IndyCar drivers to run that Xfinity race. That would be good cross promotion. That would be a lot of fun. That would also, I, I saw that mentioned on it uh, for promotional reasons, get some IndyCar drivers in there. We've seen it before in the past. Dario, Franchitti, Patrick Carpanier, Danica. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, there, there's no reason to even, and this could be even more fun, what if Juan Pablo Montoya decides to come back? That would be amazing. That'd be cool. He's the uh, only guy who has stock car experience on the road course. So, would I- you look at that? Indy is indeed off that weekend. Hmm. Uh oh. Interesting. Hmm. 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 The plot thickens. So, definitely something <laughs> to look forward to for the July Fourth weekend. If you already weren't somewhat excited for, are we? Are we hyped for Indy? I, this might be the first time I've been hyped for Indy since the first time I saw the Brickyard 400 as a child in 2000. What, was so. the change from Daytona to the end of the season actually a good move? I think it still is a great move. And I, I, I mean, I like that part of it. I was like Indy going from whatever their date was till July 4th was kind of just like, well, something had to go there. Um, but this is definitely making it very hype. And it's going to be on the road course race, at least on July 4th itself. So. Mm-hmm. Fun, a, fun day to celebrate. There's a lot of exciting stuff going on there. So speaking about testing, so we got a, a third test happen this weekend with the next gen car uh, at Homestead, Miami. Sadly, I did not get to make it. You had to have a ticket for the race, and me being the cheapest person on earth, I did not buy a ticket for the race yet. 
Um, but either way, so far, this is now the third test with the Toyota driver this time, Eric Jones. And from what people are talking about, car looks a little slow. I will say it's probably because they don't want to mess it up. I, I think that's safe to say. But now we've got three tests under our belts. We have a good idea what the car looks like, how it's going to handle. And people are saying it looks good in the corners. I mean, did you get to see any of the, the uh, testing session? I mean, have we not learned that slower cars usually put on better racing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah, no. They are fucking That's... flying at Bristol or at Dover. Uh, with the, right. They did in 2019, and we all know how that turned out. So That was one faster... of the best races of the year. What are we talking about? <laughs> I mean, we see, we see F1. They're setting new track records, but they're also putting people to sleep with the races. So, it's... yeah. How... They go, honestly, man, it, like, I can't remember a single IndyCar race in the early 2000s when they were going 240 miles an hour. That was exciting. There was not a single side-by-side finish I could think of off the top of my head. I agree with that logic. <laughs> <laughs> However, comma, with stock cars and road course racing, uh, not just mash down the pedal because your car is literally stuck to the track. And you can race side by side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do like the counterpoint. So GG's. GG all around. GG's. Um, either way, besides the testing, we uh, got some other news about Arrow coming out of NASCAR. Uh, they've decided to completely do a 180 on the package being good. So at least the, the, they listen to the fans. Now we have too much power. I think gonna... that was like I think that was like a ninety degree turn because a full one eighty would have been just go low downforce everywhere. I think mm, that's fair. I think seventy five degree. Every... I think is fair. Yeah, I I feel like pretty much everyone can agree that the the super speedways and the mile and a half have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the, the, the super speedway is is a god tier. Oh yeah, it's god tier. No, if they touch that, I'm never watching NASCAR again. But besides that, <laughs> you heard that. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Kevin will quit NASCAR if they change the speedway package. Um, but. Yeah, they need to do something on short tracks, so definitely, uh, I mean, I don't know why we weren't doing that. I mean, I know why we weren't doing that last year, because the teams didn't want it, but I'm glad that they're doing it for this year. And hopefully with 2021 beyond, we can do that, because I don't think we should have to sacrifice half the tracks to make the other tracks good when we can just be running two packages. Yeah, it costs a little more, but Mm -hmm. if you put on a better show for the fans, then that's real what really matters that'll generate more money yeah more returns outweigh the people can pass each other on the track and make it more exciting martinsville won't suck yeah they they weren't gonna make martinsville and phoenix the last two races of the year and then have the the tall blade package that that wasn't Mm -hmm. gonna happen (laughs) ryan you're excited about this right of course very much so this is going to make the Martinsville night race in spring absolutely preposterous. Mm. Oh, cool. So excited. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to be doing that. that. Ooh, you should try, man. We're going to be up there. Are Kevin's we? first for that weekend. Well, I, I, we'll see. Uh, we'll oh, see. things have changed? <laughs> I mean, I didn't know I was getting an intergym at Daytona. <laughs> Boo, I literally bought my ticket for that. I won't buy my ticket that's 60 miles away from me, but I'll surely buy a Martinsville ticket for something that's 1,500 miles away. Damn I, Martin or Homestead's looking more like a possibility now, though. That's good, at least. So I will be at I will be at one. Mark my words. Well, you know, at least Homestead will be semi nice with the with the time change going on here. Maybe we can just get blinded by the lack of uh, 
turn one let's, grand sense. Let's do the bird box challenge on the last ten laps and just blind okay. ourselves into the race. That might. So if I don't see Kyle Busch win, then he doesn't actually win. You know, that's actually uh, we need to change that to the Riley Herbs challenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless. Um, okay, so moving along. Speaking of uh, younger, young uh, guys moving around in the truck series and young ladies, we got some uh, interesting news the last few days, and it seems that their as silly season was slowing down for the Cup. It started to really take off with the trucks, and that's honestly really exciting. So we got two new teams now. Um, I need to look up the second one, but we got front row moving down to trucks, which is interesting. That just came out of complete left field. I, I didn't see that one coming. That came out from the damn outfield seat. It's not even left field. Like It came in from the parking lot. I don't think anyone could have predicted that because how often do you see cup teams say, fuck it, we're starting a truck team? Never. I literally don't know if that's ever happened in the last 20 years. So, yeah. But, yeah, good for Todd Gill. I was, like, I honestly kind of wrote him off Mm because after the rumors of him going to a certain Xfinity Series team uh, (laughs) under, under Ford Power... Uh, after that rumor seemed to die down, I was kind of like, well, he's either just going to end up at his dad teams or not race at all and sell, what is it, uh, what does everyone do that can't find a ride? Sell, uh, real estate. There it is. Uh, <laughs> sh- shout out James Busher. And then... Shout out, uh, shout out Dylan Klausikowski. yep. Oh, yep. man. Speaking yeah, of which, just a, yeah, I'm going to be announcing names. Good for Todd. Oh, man. I mean, he could he could join my field. Uh, I'm trying to figure out. I, I can't find on other new team. I'm gonna have to go to J Ski. Damn it. Um, there it is. Uh, nope, 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 nope. Uh, I, I I can't find the other new team. Damn it. <laughs> you think this would be you think this would be easier, and then you can't find anything. It's unbelievable. Can you help me here? I honestly have no clue. It's what the team. 19 truck. <laughs> oh, the uh. Isn't that the Billy McAnally or whatever it's called? Is that what this it's is with? It. Uh, yeah, find what's it. His, it. Haley Deegan's teammate last year. Yeah, no, it is from with. It's with Dylan Krause. So Dylan Krause is going to be full time, which is exciting. But I'm trying to find the team name. I knew the driver's name. I couldn't find the team name. And this is this is where it gets frustrating. Maybe it's not McAnally. I'm not sure. No, it's a it's like a two name. This is preposterous. How do I just type in his bloody name? <laughs> All right. And has left turns in law. Now this is gone British. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um the 19 Toyota. Oh, it was McAnally Hil- Hil- Hilgerman. It was McAnally Hilgerman. You're damn right. Yeah, you okay. Well, yeah, um, there it is, Derek Krause. <laughs> since you're new here, you've uh you should be aware of the fact that whenever Anthony is questionable at something, he is always wrong. Except for one time, and then I am right about Twice. it. Twice. Twice. Okay, but who's Twice. counting? <laughs> I, I I literally put you in your place, so just calm down here. Yeah. But um, yeah, Derek Krause is um moving over to. People are saying this is a competitive team. This is, might actually be one of the most competitive seasons of truck series, and this could be the first time. <laughs> Trucks is looking lit, bro. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's like, looking it's looking pretty lit. There's 17 competitive full time trucks, and there's only eight spots for the playoffs. This could be the first time. I'm we... telling you, we're getting more winners than playoff spots, and then it's going to come down to points racing again. Because didn't you do the math? And even if Kyle Busch wins all five races, 
And even if yeah. you throw like, Biffle win in there, there's still going to be like five races. Yeah, um, if, you, if you factor in, if Kyle Busch does sweep all of his five races, which he did do last year, but that was, I mean, that's rare. Like, so let, let, but let's say he gets five, and there's still 11 races left to be won by eight teams. One will be a super speedway race, so anything can happen there. One will be Eldora. Um, Eldora. And then, so yeah, you, you really never know what could happen. Hell, Natalie Decker is in the trucks now, uh, part-time, with Nice in the 44, so she could win some races. That is a everyone else statement. does please not start. Down. Kevin, please calm down. Yeah, my bad. Take a lap. Take a lap. <laughs> uh, I mean, if that's your bold prediction, that is, a, that is the boldest prediction I've ever heard. Yeah, that, that, ain't, that ain't happening. <laughs> but, you know, that is a good way to announce that uh, Natalie Decker will be uh, full-time next year with no. me. Nope, 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 not full-time. Part-time. Or not full-time, sorry. Yep. Oh, yeah. there it is, correcting me again. Got me again. Uh, here we go, boys. <laughs> Off to a great start. One for one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, we got Decker, we got Deegan, we got Kraus, we got a bunch of uh young guys moving around with Gilliland. It's it's gonna be an exciting year. I'm trying to pull up the exact uh drivers list, but it's so far so good. Looking uh, there's been a lot of people saying that Creed's gonna win the championship next year. That is I'm I was pretty not, high on Sheldon Creed. Not championship, not I'm sorry, a couple races. He could be okay, the I can see that. Austin Hill kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean I, I was pretty high on Creed going into twenty nineteen and he almost won Dover, I wanna say it was. Mm-hmm. But like I expected a little more, but then again, it's just a rookie season, so we haven't even talked about the fact that Sam Mayer is gonna be running with uh, GMS next year mm-hmm. in a couple select races. That's going to be exciting to see Ankrum's in the 26 Chevy for GMS, which I think is much better for him. You know, no offense to DGR last year, but I think that GMS um, is, is, is the best team. And, and he's, he's teammates with, um, don't say, uh, damn it, Moffitt. Thank you. I like how it's like Cups freaking woke. Trucks also woke. Xfinity's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> He's just shaking <laughs> back there. They'll they'll figure it out eventually. It's They're gonna be, out there. I'm definitely excited to watch more truck races. Um, next year it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So, yeah. what I had one more thing that I want to talk about. There's another headline this week before we move on to IMSHA. Mm-hmm. Kevin, yes. Can you help me? One more. I don't have a one screen in front of me. What am I missing? What are we missing? You are, you te- are you are you teeing it up or is there actually? I was kind of teeing it up, and now we have no. I I genuinely don't know. Okay, so this is a great time to move along now to uh, talk with Ryan. <laughs> um, so the twenty four hours of Daytona, as Kevin kind of forgot about, is either nine or ten days away from depending on when this podcast drops. Um, yep. and we're we're gonna, dropping tonight, so it's going to be a little smash. Yeah, <laughs> I might actually put some effort in and, and, and actually edit it. I can I can study and do this at the same time. So we got bold, pred- bold prediction number one of the 2020 year. <laughs> that ain't happening. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, listen. I don't. I no longer have my special producer helping me with every episode. But when he did do it, it would take a day because he works at night. So therefore, uh, had to come out the next day. I actually right. physically could do it. So, haha. But anyway, wrong. Is, Jesus, Ryan is here to um, talk to us about the IMSA race coming up. So first things first, um, man, I don't even know what I was going to say. Thanks, Kevin. Hey, Ryan, how many IMSA races have you been to? 
Oh, Great question. Think. I've been to two Rolex 24s mm-hmm. and three Petite Le Mans. So okay. three at Road D- Atlanta, two at Daytona. Okay, this I was about never, to ask this, where the hell is. This guy's never even been to Sebring. Are we sure this is our expert? <laughs> I want to go to Sebring so bad, especially for the uh, the Super Sebring that's going to be going on again with the WC and IMSA kind of going at Sebring Ooh, all within the same 24 hours. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting event that I really want to go to. And I think Sebring has it to where if you buy a ticket to one race, that's all you really need. It's That's um, smart. If only NASCAR yeah, one stop shop ticket. They only have that with Pocono, and I wonder why. <laughs> but uh, yeah, speaking of tickets, uh, like I was saying earlier, General admission tickets for the Rolex 24 give you unprecedented access. You can watch the race from anywhere in the infield or the entire uh, Daytona grandstand. You can go anywhere in the grandstand you want to watch. That's beautiful. Every Uh, lap, the leader leads move over like one section. (laughs) (laughs) That would Um, probably get kind of (laughs) tiring. So where is your favorite place to watch then since you've been here a couple times and you've done this before? Um, so I would have to say there is a area, uh, well, it's actually on top of the garages that they use. Oh, hell yeah. Um, so you go to the fan zone there and there's a staircase that just goes up on top of the garages and you can see, uh, most of the front stretch, you can see the cars coming out of NASCAR turn four. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see them dive down towards the infield and out in the distance, you can kind of see part of the back stretch and the bus stop that they have there. Um, and then on top of that, literally you can watch the cars go into the garage if they need to, uh, right below you. So that's always pretty cool. Um, I remember two years or not two years two times ago that I went to the Rolex 24, I think it was 2015. Uh, that was the year that they had a really interesting car. It was a four wheel car, but the way it was shaped, it made it look like it was a three wheeler. It's just the, oh, what, two... were the what was that called? I remember that. I can't remember. It's a weird uh, looking car. It was like, I want to say it was like the Delta wing or something. Delta wing. That was it. Yep. Yeah, exactly. so yeah, I remember those. The the front two wheels of the car were very close together. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have been much more than a foot apart. But it was the in the prototype wheels... class, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yep. it ran um in one of the prototype classes. I can't remember okay. exactly, but it was really sad. Uh my up close view of the car was it going into the garage from that spot I just spoke of. So I've seen that mm-hmm. was kind of heartbreaking. But um anyways i was going to talk oh, about yeah. what in the world i was going to talk about uh nbc and nbs nbc sn um you're going to need the track pass on nbc sports gold to see all 24 hours of the race on your television or if you have a cable subscription and the nbc sports app all 24 hours of the race will be on the app as well nice. um but yeah i was kind of kind of talk about the different classes that are racing in the Rolex 24 because they it's four different races all going on in one large race. Mm-hmm. So the four classes 
are the Daytona Prototype International DPI, LMP2, Le Mans Prototype 2. Then you've got your Grand Touring classes of GT Le Mans, GTLM, and GTD, GT Daytona. So DPI, they are the fastest and most technologically advanced sports cars in North America, hands down. Um, it's the DPI is specifically designed and engineered for the racetrack and they use a chassis built to international specifications and powered by engines from automotive manufacturers such as Acura, Cadillac, Mazda, and Nissan. Um, LMP2 is kind of similar to the DPI class as it is a prototype, but it's a closed cockpit car uh, developed by four approved constructors in addition to the IMSA series lmp2 cars are eligible to compete in other global series such as the fia world endurance championship so it's a pretty straightforward car that is kind of standard all around the world mm -hmm. uh, yeah i see the wares are there mm -hmm. gt le mans is my favorite class i think it's the most intense it uh, provides the most entertaining racing oh hell um, yeah this is where we get the bmw m8 the, the oversized bmw oh, m8. yeah the oh. big boy the big, big boy. boy. Um, but anyways, these GT Le Mans cars are based on production models and are engineered to exact extract, I mean, the maximum performance possible. Um, such manufacturers such as BMW, Corvette, Ferrari, much to my dismay, no longer Ford. Ford yeah. is not yes. racing in IMSA uh, this year, which makes me rip. very sad. And then Porsche. And then finally, GTD is very similar to GTLM. Um, they are enhanced, but not defined by the technology and use the global FIA GT3 specification. Uh, the GTD class has manufacturers, and there's a ton of them. There is Acura, Audi, mm -hmm. BMW, Ferrari, Lamborghini, Lexus, McLaren, Mercedes AMG, and Porsche. So, so there's 18 cars, my goodness. Yeah, they typically GTD has the highest number of entries for Makes the class. Sense. Uh, but speaking of entries, one thing that has me really excited about LMP2 this year is there's going to be six entries for LMP2. And last year, they only had four. And for mm -hmm. the entirety of the 2019 season, there was just two entries running the entire season. Wow. So you had mm -hmm. two cars competing for the championship. <laughs> and that's just, it makes no sense to me. They should have just not done lmp2 last year um but yeah to combat that combat them only having two entries last year uh imsa is actually shortening the season to only six races this year to try and be budget friendly to some teams. that's fair though that is fair um and another thing is they the teams are now required to have at least one bronze rated driver um, there's driver ratings such as bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. Don't really know what gets you <laughs> defined as such, but clearly Doesn't... platinum is good. Bronze, yeah, not, not so, so good. good. <laughs> um, one thing that I'm pretty excited for is the Dragon Speed team, uh, number 81 LMP2. They, they got a good lineup of drivers there. Mm -hmm, exactly and what makes me excited about that team is they are running the full season this year not just the rolex 24 like they nice. did last year um typically with the rolex 24 
in qualifying, you have people throwing down some really fast times, and that's no different with this, uh, the roar before the 24, which is like the big testing session that they do mm -hmm. uh, before the actual race. But Oliver Pla with the number 77 Mazda DPI broke a track record set by his teammate, Oliver Jarvis, uh, that he Oliver Jarvis set last year. The wow. new record time for around the track was a minute 33 seconds. 0.324 at 137.321 miles an hour. Um, that is preposterous. What is the top speed of that thing? Uh, I want to say it's around like 190 to 200. Oh, okay. Um, so that's not too outrageous. It's just killing it in the infield section. Oh, they're they're monstrous cars. Like, what did you say the average cars. speed was? I would say like top speed for those cars is maybe like 190 to 200. No, like, no, like the average lap time speed of the, the 133. Oh, it saying. was uh, 137.321. Oof. Oof. Yeah, so yeah. they're pretty quick in the infield. It's very entertaining to watch. But Oliver Jarvis, the guy that set the record that just got broke uh, last week, he got his track record by beating a 26-year-old record that was held by a P.J. Jones. Hey. Um, I thought I'd also kind of throw in there that last year's winners of the Rolex 24 in DPI class was the Konica Minolta Cadillac piloted by the one and only Fernando Alonso. Yep. Kamui Kobayashi, who is uh, Alonso's teammate in the WC for Toyota. Jordan Taylor and Ringer Van Dozanda. I'm pretty and, sure I sat next to Jordan Taylor's fiance in a meeting yesterday. Really? Oh, hell yeah. Or maybe, or maybe it was Ricky. I don't know. After the meetings, uh, one of my other interns was like, do you know who that is? And I was like, George Ramson. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's uh, whoever Taylor's fiance. And I'm like, oh, so shout out if you're listening to this. Uh, you were a great desk partner. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you, got, have you gotten everyone on the I, uh, I've sent the links out. Oh, hell yeah. Our, our numbers should be skyrocketing. Absolutely. Have you seen the list of drivers? Um, I just sent that to you, Kevin. Like, there are just some, like, absolute star-studded names in this, especially in the DPI. Like, I see Bordet, Montoya, Pagano, Castroneves, Rossi, Briscoe. You, 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 you say this as, as if I haven't just two hours ago at work triple-checked the entry list to make sure everything was right. Yeah, I was just <laughs> making sure. And the boy that I can't pronounce, Matthias. Matthias Leist. Matthias Leist. <laughs> the yeah. reason I cut that out. There are just some unbelievable drivers in this field this year. I, I'm, I'm just so excited for this now. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, it's, oh, so last year's winner, just to put the whole race in perspective, they completed 593 laps. That's preposterous. Wasn't that the shortest, like, of all time? I think it was, um, because if I remember correctly, there was a ton of rain last year, mm -hmm. so yes. they under sense. yellow a lot. Mm -hmm. um, but moving on to GT Le Mans, uh, one thing I'm excited for is that the Scuderia Corsa Ferrari They've never won the Rolex 24, but the drivers from the test are feeling really co uh, confident, oh, nice. um, especially with the fact that uh, another Ferrari with uh, Risi, uh, I'm going to butcher this, Competizione. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good, actually. 
Um, right. And the number 62, they were the fastest car in the Roar testing awesome. uh, a few days ago. Um, one thing I thought was interesting, going back to the Taylors, Jordan Taylor is stepping away from his father's racing team, Wayne Taylor Racing, in the DPI class, and is stepping into the GTLM class with his move to Corvette Racing. Yeah, I thought that one was One of the most iconic like, cars. I was like... I, when I was walking through the garage, I saw him, and I was like, because they're in the main cup garages, so, like, the first one closest to the track was uh, Acura Tem- Team Penske, and then I didn't see him there or near there, and I got very confused. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. Why, why uh, what's the reason for that split? Um, not exactly sure. I don't know if there's been any information about that, but, okay. I mean... You know, they're good drivers, and maybe an- another team just offered their more money than their dad was willing to give them. I don't know. <laughs> I love I love the family drama. <laughs> it's always fun. Big drama. So um, I want to I wanna talk real quick. Um, are we still on GTLM? Um, the only thing I was going to mention about GTLM, uh, to finish up GTLM, uh, was, again, that I'm very sad that Ford is not going to bring the GT yeah. back this season. It yeah. breaks It's a shame heart. Ganassi just didn't want to do it this year. It, it just comes down to uh, budgeting and everything. But, you know, either way, you know, he, he added an IndyCar team, so I guess... Yeah, it's that same team, sweep. too. So it's not yeah. like the employees are getting kicked on the street. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. Yeah. After watching those IndyCar tests, look pretty neat. I think they look neat. They do but, look uh, neat. Like we were talking about earlier, the the big mate, the BMW M8, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they actually won the Rolex 24 last year. Mm-hmm. Nice. 571 laps. So, Oh, they weren't too far behind there. I think it's, that's 22 laps behind the DPI cars. So Yeah, that doesn't seem too good. bad at, the, at this stage of 24-hour racing. Um, but lastly, GTD, not too much on this. Uh, Kyle Busch. Stepping yeah. in the number 14, A.M. Vassar Sullivan, Lexus, RC, F, GT3 for the first time. Uh, he's actually sure. raced on the Daytona road course before. It was back mm-hmm. in 2008 in the Daytona prototype in yeah. the summer sprint race. So he's never I didn't know that. Race. So he mm-hmm. has experience in these types of cars and these types of races. He's going to be getting passed a lot by these faster uh, DPIs and and L like these prototypes and shit like it's it's gonna be difficult for him because he's not used to it obviously but i can't wait for someone to make a late model joke (laughs) it's gonna be interesting but yeah going on top of what you just said about him getting used to the car he said the one thing he needs to get used to was the anti-lock braking system that the car has that's true but yeah uh last year's winner of gtd class was grasser racing team and they completed 561 laps so just 10 laps fewer than gtlm okay is that uh trying to find that so yeah they're they're the slowest so it goes what dpi lmp2 or lpm2 and then um g what is it gtlm and then gtd Mm -hmm. yep exactly awesome but yeah, that's about pictures of these cars. all I got on the Rolex God. 24. Are you going to be here for the uh, the race before the the day the, the Michelin Pilot Challenge? I wish I could be. Um, it's just hotels like 
are way too expensive. So yeah, I can see that. <laughs> adding another day would have been a stretch for me and my friend. This is fair. It's understandable. I'm actually surprised I was able to find a hotel. People, where are you staying? Oh, if this is your time to stalk. I'll edit this out. <laughs> I can't remember. I think it's it's like oh God. It's towards the beach, but okay. it's right. It's not before you cross over the channel that actually gets to the beach. It's on some like side road. It's like a mile and a half from the track, I think. But I think I know that area because I went to a Uber's a thing. So that'll be good. Yeah, it's going to be hectic though, but either way. Oh, actually not as bad. 500. Right? Uh, I'll, I'll probably, probably be drunk enough to nice. just walk back. <laughs> <laughs> the Rolex 24 is a 24-hour long party. That's the way I like to look at it. That's what I've heard. If I can make it there that weekend, I absolutely will. It's coming down between that or Gasparilla, so we'll see. I got some uh, some insider information. So last year Yay. when they when they uh, they have karaoke going from like eleven to twelve thirty. Don't tell me that. And in the infield, and some NBC people come out. And last year, Rutledge Wood got uh, got on stage because, of course, and was singing karaoke. So oh if you want God. to go there, also another great place to watch. Um, definitely get over there if you have access. I think it'll be open to public. I don't think anyone's going to take it out. Is the uh, the Boardwalk Club Ooh. right on Lake Lloyd? If you sit out on the oh, yeah. dock, you can see them entering turn one all the way down to the back stretch, the little bus stop in there, and then all the way through turns three and four. It's a yeah. great place to watch. Definitely recommend I it. Love watching it there. It's a really good spot, yeah. especially at night. You got the oh, yeah. wheel going and the, the fireworks. Lights are at 11 this year so that would be a really good place to camp up because the fireworks are getting shot right off on the other side of lake lloyd are you gonna be working the entire time kevin or uh not the entire time but like saturday is gonna be a long day for me and then enjoy get get your sleep early i know that's what i'm saying uh well this might be a good time kevin should, should we make some picks we, we we haven't done this in a while yeah opportunity all season to make some picks i'm down Oh, hell yeah. Let's make some picks, boys. We don't get to do that. When... So, um, should we pick a winner from each class and just overlap because there's only a specific amount of cars here? We only pick on this podcast the winners of the race. We're not doing a by class. There's only one winner. No. There's only <laughs> there, one winner. Okay. So, let's there are four at... winners. However, comma, I am only picking uh, DPI because. Okay. Then, to be fair, I have let me a team just throw this out there. I know nothing about the Daytona um, car, the, the GT Daytona cars, but I will just throw us out there because I'm excited to see his name on this list. I'm going to say that the AJ Allmendinger team, 57, I can't tell if it's Heinreicher or Meyer Shank. I'm going to pick that accurate to win that class because I love my boy AJ Allmendinger. So there it is. And also shouts out Lawson Oshenbach in the Mercedes. That's, our, that's Alex's best friend. Don't, don't say nothing mean. All right. I won't. All right. <laughs> So, Ryan, you are a guest of honor. Please tell us who you think is going to win the next 24 hours of Daytona. Um, overall, I think the overall winner, which would be DPI winner as yes. well. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that the number 77 Mazda is going to win. Uh, this is the third year in a row where Mazda has been fastest in the testing. They just have reliability issues. 
um, they have uh, two years prior. So I think by this time they will have that figured out and mm-hmm. they'll be able to actually make it through the whole race or so I hope um, because that Mazda car, that Mazda DPI just looks so beautiful. And it does help that it, it really helps on the track. right? Yeah, that too. Yep. Um, but for LMP2, I think I'd go with Dragon Speed. Ooh. Um, just because they were really strong last year. I uh, think they'll be able to pull through this year again. And they always have beautiful paint schemes on their cars as well. So kind of mm-hmm. biased because of that. All right. um, we're not picking the other two just before you get out of, out of control here. Gotcha. Kevin will pick the actual winner. Yes. He's la- Kevin, <laughs> since you're the laziest person I know on this podcast, go ahead and tell me. So I'm also sticking with the Mazda team, but I have the number 55 in mind. Ooh, interesting. You guys are leaving this all over. Yeah, I, like, I, the little bit I know about it is I have seen the Mazdas being very fast, and mm-hmm. I will say I had 55 in mind before you said 77, so I'm not just going with the opposite. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, I just think... Yeah, strong team, good history. I know a little bit of reliability issues with 2020, so they should have that sorted out by now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, that will be my pick. All right. So I know nothing about what's going to happen this race. I'm go- I'd be lying to you if I would say I've watched more than three hours of the Daytona Rolex 24 in the last 10 years. But that being said, I know drivers' names, and I know what they've done in the past, and I'm well aware that our overlord, Roger Penske, is on a fucking roll this offseason. And why not top it off with a Rolex 24 victory? Give me the six Acura with Juan Pablo Mara and Simon Pagano right there, and put Simon Pagano's dog in victory lane. Please, I beg of you. Nice. I, I get to be in victory part. lane, so I would love that as well. Yes, another flex by Kevin, but he he actually is. He's he's going to be opening victory lane gates for yep. old winners at Speed Weeks. Is actually preposterous. I looked at the uh, the broadcast of the Roar race, and I was not on the broadcast because I was opening the gate, but all three of my other interns were on it, and I was very jealous. Oh hell yeah! Yep. Oh, yeah. Shouts out Kevin's intern. Yep. All right. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Ryan, for helping us out with. Earl X24, we're hoping to have you on again for the Le Mans, 24 hours of Le Mans, so we can talk some more IMSA. But awesome. until then, we're going to go ahead and keep you on for the rest of the episode. You thought I was going to go off. <laughs> I thought you were going there that way, too. Yeah, I was going to get what, the fuck out of here. We've had when is the 24 hours of lemons? Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, there actually is a 24 hours of lemons, if you've ever heard of that. Love it's, it. Uh, have not, but love it. It's have not either. I'll just give you a brief rundown. It anybody can enter it. You essentially Ooh. buy like I think the limit's five grand. Oh, I get for it for a car, <laughs> and it's a twenty-four hour race with any car that you find at a junkyard. I, I, I yeah. Anthony, I know what we're doing. A roll cage. I know Kevin, what we're doing. Yep. We're getting an LTL on car for yep. the twenty-four <laughs> We're gonna spray paint all our shitty jokes on. Is be- it at? Wait, do they race at Lamar? No, no, no. It's oh, okay. I, they do We're... want it Road Atlanta. I know that for sure. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Kevin, guess who's going to car? <laughs> We're going to have the best team. It's you, me, Brad, and Will Rogers. We're Keep doing it, course, boys. Baby. <laughs> oh, my God. What a time to be alive. Holy crap. So thank you for letting us know that exists. Yeah. Our new goal. <laughs> uh, but the 24 hours of Lamont. 
It's on the 13th and 14th of June. Dude, okay. that's going to be a fun month for racing. We got Indy. That's Coke. Sonoma weekend. That is, oh, that is Sonoma weekend. Interesting. Interesting. Oh. So I get a chance to uh, make a road course racing that year. One doubt, just pick. Just we are. We already know Martin Truex is winning the race, but we're still. Gonna yeah, let's calm down with the new package. We don't know. What's <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he won it with the the old 2018 package there too. Well, it was on the old uh, course. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, but he had to fake out Kevin Hart. But I this mean, is true. Not anyways. And Cole he... Porn's Cole Porn's not there to do that anymore. So yeah, you're right. Who knows? Oh shit! You got me there. You got me there. Where's the? Oh, they don't have the Excel sheet on right. Real, right. real shame. Um, but anyways, so I wanted to give a quick shout out to a very special team that has been giving us, showing us a lot of support. And now we are going to be partnering up with them for the 2020 season wants to give a shout out to stadium scene TV. They've been helping us out. Um, they're going to be helping us out with some promotional stuff throughout the season and really looking to hopefully a beautiful partnership with that in 2020. So look at us moving up, up the totem. Yeah. Getting some, we're getting some traction. Hopefully, uh, this will bring some new listeners to the podcast. And, you know, that combined with a new YouTube channel, new gaming channel, and uh, some live stuff going on at the tracks. We are, we're going to have a good 2020, Kevin. Oh, dude. You, the access that I will get for the next month, I will be sending everyone exclusive videos. Yes. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at LTLN Podcast for all the exclusive stuff. That me and Kevin are going to be providing mostly Kevin. It's going to be very, very electric. And it's a team effort, though. You, yeah, it's mostly Kevin, but it's going to be <laughs> an absolute electric couple of months here and entire 2020. And when me and Kevin link up for some uh, real life races, you guys won't want to that. So, uh, but anyways, let's uh, let's round out the field, shall we? I am down. All right. So, um, first things first, we officially have. A cancellation sheet. So now if we cancel people, why we did it, who canceled them, and on what date. So it's wonderful. We we finally can actually remember stuff that we write down. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, and our, our first cancellation of the year, honestly, the writing was on the wall. It's been a long time coming. I haven't been a fan of this individual for a while just because he says some questionable stuff on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But when you compare iRacers to school shooters, I mean, Keselowski, comma, Brian, what were you thinking? It's it's honestly no surprise here. Me and Brian Keselowski do not get along. Out of all the people on um, Twitter, he is one of the few that have me blocked. So shouts out Brian for blocking me because he can't handle me uh, not defending Miles Garrett for smashing a man in the face with a helmet. So classic Brian Keselowski. But um, yeah, that was one of the dumbest tweets I have ever seen. It, it's honestly up for dumbest tweet of the decade. And it's already just like we're only two weeks in 2020. It's unbelievable. I can't believe it. So here's the tweet for anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, there, were, there was a, a little bit of uh, commotion going on because iRacing having a media day and someone tagged Brian Keselowski. So then he responds, what facts, dumbass? I play Madden, but it doesn't make me a coach or football player. You idiots think you're on the same level as real racers, and it's a mental disorder. No different than kids shooting yo, he meant to say up, schools because they play shooting games. You people need help. It's a tough scene whenever you say that. That's, yeah, that's, that's a real tough scene. There's yeah, so, yikes, just big yikes all around. But honestly, congratulations to Brian Keselowski for the first time in your entire racing career. 
finally at the top of a list. So congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, I can't believe we, we've got ourselves some cancellations. I know. Got some fun times ahead of us. Um, I, uh, a, a, I'm not a, not a full cancellation, but the uh, paint schemes oh. got revealed for the JTG Daughtry oh. team. Oh, no. and, Kevin, are you not on this? And I'm just not I on. I'm not, I'm not, I like the 37. I like okay. the 37. But just Stenhouse's car, eh, it's a little bit too simplistic for me. That's understandable. It, it really wasn't anything to write home about. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate it. Um, it's gonna yeah. look good, like flying through the air because Stenhouse. But <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll it'll look good. It'll look good being turned around. It's... My yeah. my bold prediction for Daytona 500 is that he's gonna get really pissed off um, because we'll see all the fifth third promotion, and then they're gonna have a houseboat in Lake Lloyd, so he's gonna actually try to visit them mid race. Oh hell yeah! And, uh, yeah, we got the um, preliminary Daytona 500 uh, entry list, by the way, out now. And we are going to have dual bumps. Oh, hell yeah. Which it's... we had last year, but it was like two cars, and we kind of knew who it was this year, mm-hmm. hopefully. I mean, do we did we break the the colleague news last week, or was that... I don't know. Uh, we, it's, I don't it's think we did. Six days ago. So, colleague racing with Justin Haley. Justin be... Haley is about to be a back-to-back Daytona winner. For every yeah, race. and colleague racing is about to win their first... Uh... First, first cup start. First <laughs> cup start. Unbelievable. Dude, like wow. to be Congrats. honest, it, if it is <laughs> a RCR prepped car, like they mm-hmm. have a shot. <laughs> well, here's what they. Here's the thing with the, going to be running in the back most of the time to avoid any drama going out up front. It was their strategy during the 400, and it worked worked perfectly. Except you know it rained also. So I mean, Brennan um, Gone did the same thing at Talladega, and yep, and minus would have won through the air. and led the race while flying in the air, which mm-hmm. impressive. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, it's definitely uh, Justin Haley had to do something. Uh, only few drivers can say they've done win back to back Daytona races. We haven't seen it since 2013. Um, I don't know if we've ever seen it from one year to the next. Uh, I feel like Dale, no Dale Jr. did not do that, but ah, I can't. A- me if i correct myself i yeah i did jeff gordon win the 2004 pepsi 400 yeah i, could, did yeah, he? I think he did i think he did then, okay then, there's your out. there's your back-to-back then <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> nothing wrong not nothing wrong with that i can't racing references seems to the servers are shutting down on me that's beautiful hmm, um yeah classic classic racing reference just yeah fucked up um also, uh, we did not talk about this. Chad Fincham in MPM in the 49 car. We haven't seen a 49 car since Am Racing or Swan Racing. One I'm really those. hoping the throwback is a throwback to uh, Carrot Head. Oh, Carrot Top, whatever his name was. People say that was one of the ugliest cars. Wrong. That is one of the most beautiful cars because one the- time you've seen Carrot Head's face just blown up on a car. No, you haven't. That's why it's uh- unique. Beautiful. Like, I don't know if it's just nostalgia <laughs> or like that's the first memory I have of watching a race was uh, who was it Ken Schrader backing it into the turn one wall at Sonoma or not Sonoma Pocono and flipping. Yeah. Oh yeah. What a, that was an awful crash. Yeah, that's like one of my first memories of NASCAR, and I think Wasn't that was a very top hand scheme. That, I feel like Jeff Gordon did the exact same thing like later. Like he did it in two thousand eight. The wall. Yeah. Like. Yeah. D- 
just Pocono. It was nasty turn, crap. Turn one, man. I was there for and, bubbles. Ended Jimmy Johnson's career. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. That's not even a joke. That's legitimacy. All right, we'll, we'll see. Remind me in <laughs> 10 months. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson, eight-time champion. What was your motivation? Yeah, some dickhead on a podcast said my career yeah. to the turn one wall Pocono. Damn. I, I mean, as of now, I'm not going to deny that statement. <laughs> Ryan, have you um, seen any the Daytona 500 preliminary entry list or anything interesting? We're just having a circle jump um, over here. Not not really. I wish I could make it to the mm-hmm. Daytona 500 this year, but yeah, as you know, we'll be busy. Yes. Life's a bitch. Yeah, well, you know, you make time. And also, I, I live closer. That's why it's easier for me. Yeah. I guarantee you I live closer. Yes, much closer. <laughs> okay, Kevin, listen, you work at the damn truck. So there true. are 41 drivers. I will say there are still have not gotten the news yet of 96 we're sh- I'm almost certain that it will be in the field, but we don't know who's driving it yet. Um, you know, it, we have been expecting this Suarez news for about a month now, and it still hasn't dropped. But yeah, I, I, I genuinely I'm, don't know what's going on. I don't think it's I, happening I, now. I feel like it will. My source is 0 for 3, it feels Well, you need a better source. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need a better. I, I think that I picked up a better source weekend but um we'll, we'll, we'll see all, all i'm saying is all it would take would be a respectable fast food chain to hop on would be but we're, but we're not gonna go there yeah I... <laughs> I, I, I don't know i don't know what driver fits their mo though it would have to yeah. be who's who yeah. who's thick but also very athletic i don't yeah. sure we'd have to see well, I'm hoping for the best here yes uh but besides that i think that might be it for this this week. We will be back after Rolex with a full review and also predictions for our 2020 NASCAR season. Yes, Kevin has decided and he's for to predict every single winner for every single race this year. So you guys it, won't miss that. It, it's going to be fun. We're back to ranking. We're back to banking lists. It's a good, good we're keeping, old. We're keeping points this year. We are keeping track this year of the winner and the winner will get better than hosting the first episode of this <laughs> which you guys will not want to miss it's going to be methy and alex taking over the podcast for the daytona 500 episode it's going to be an absolute disaster you won't want to miss it. also what, guys we have merch i've made merch i'm <laughs> on the twitter it's not great but it's merch we have a hat we have like two shirts i'm going to make sweatpants probably booty sweatpants i don't know yet but <laughs> <making> yes it... <laughs> uh, just on the on, on the butt cheek says you canceled <laughs> um but we are making merch we um they're gonna be made to order for now but if you guys are interested please 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 dm the podcast on either instagram or twitter and we will get to you guys with um prices and all that stuff it's definitely this is what the most exciting time right now and you don't want to go to the Tona 500 not looking great. You don't want to look like a doofus. You don't want to look like a show club. You want to look like you got drip out the ass right now. So that sounds terrible when you say it like that. Mm-hmm. I, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, <laughs> listen, you want to look like... Hey, we still got, got a month to work on our slogans, so it's alright. Yeah, we, we still have to figure out our slogan. For the most part, we got some pretty good ideas. But either way, we're very excited for what's coming up in the future, and we're definitely excited to get some picks going on. So, but yeah, Ryan, you got anything to close us out with? 
Uh, I just want to say, I think more people should. should be in the IMSA. The racing is extremely entertaining. The races, the price for them is pretty reasonable mm-hmm. for how much entertainment you're getting. Um, and especially for how long you're getting the entertainment. So, uh, Rolex 24 ticket is not that bad at all. And you get 24 hours of racing <laughs> if you stay up for the whole thing to just soak it all in. So, yeah, more people should look into IMSA and then uh, not just the sports car championship, but the supporting series mm-hmm. as well for the sports car championship. They are all extremely entertaining. And speaking of that, um, yep, who was it? Mm-hmm. Haley Deegan. She's going to be yep. racing in one of the yeah. supporting Chase series. Chase Briscoe, so. too. Yeah, and I will try my absolute best to not hit any NASCAR drivers with the door this time around. Yes, please do your best, Kevin. That's all we yes. can ask for. I may or may not have hit uh, Chase Briscoe with the door at the roar, but... It's uh, on the internet. It's all good. And we'll move on. All right. Um, a couple things. Um, we got the Chili Bowl going on. Still, uh, Rico Abreu won uh, last night, which uh, apparently a lot of people at the Chili Bowl, like, they are, they stand Rico hard. So that was pretty cool to see. And uh, Kyle Larson won the preliminary feature, and Christopher Bell won the race champion. So we'll have more stuff on that next time because I believe they're still racing. Chili Bowl is just a six-day event for Kyle Larson to lose in the last second Christopher Bell wins. Oh, Change. my God. Okay. Change. My, my. You're not wrong, but it's, it hurts to I'm hear I'm saying this is a Kyle Larson fan, too. I, I get it. I get it. But either way, we will see you guys next week. I have been Anthony. I have been Kevin. And I've we will been see you guys Ryan. then. Love you guys. Bye. She's naked underneath them shadows, let the sunlight undress slow. I don't know who I am, I'm so good at doing impressions, though. I'm going to the festival, festival, you need to let me go. I wake up, pop a couple Benadryls, go back to sleep, so I'm made up. Everything they said was real, it has to be, cause actually the master fast asleep in the castle's back, back in his private quarters. That's a master for you, that's a revolution, we don't have no order. All this torture, thought I had to warn you. Signs, it's the real thing. Try analyzing this feeling. You can't fathom. Oh, to the festival.